0: With the second episode of Catch Me If You Can. Today we will discuss what problems frontline staff has during this pandemic. The first question is Have you observed any different type of behavior when dealing with your work? If so, what behavior has stood out to you? I
1: think a lot of, a lot of people are stressed because we're on uh, isolation here where people are confined to the houses and, and don't want to Leave the house um, in fear of catching the the, um, the virus. So there's a lot of people staying at home, which uh, causes a lot of tension and stress. So we um, we get welfare checks where we have to tend to people and make sure that they're okay, because um, sometimes they can be feeling down about about the whole situation. Yeah. Um, we also have, we deal with uh, a lot more domestic violence uh, situations now because more people are spending time at home and therefore uh, are arguing a lot more. Yeah. And um, unfortunately a lot of people have lost their jobs because of the coronavirus. So again, that causes a lot of stress. And uh, yeah, unfortunately they, they'll go out and steal things. Uh, because they have got no money or they've um, they need certain um, certain things, um, so they'll go out and steal it. So crime has gone up because of the coronavirus, which is pretty sad.
0: Yeah. Have you so so you've had more calls? Um,
1: yeah, more calls for service. Yeah, more more crime calls. Okay. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, next question is, have you observed any different type of behaviour when dealing with your work? If so, what behaviour has stood out
2: to you? Behaviour from patients or behaviour f- from us?
0: Um, behaviour from patients and behaviour from other nurses.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of patients, especially if they've got like memory problems or dementia, they just don't understand, they just, you know, they can't comprehend what what's going on, and also, because you're all, like, because all they can see a lot of the time is your eyes, it's very difficult, because a lot of nursing skills are based on non-verbal communication, so facial expressions or touch, you know, we sometimes get hold of somebody's hand to reassure them, or stroke their head to reassure them, which we can, we, you know, we've got to avoid doing, really, there's... We can't really do that unless it's absolutely necessary. Obviously, we have to touch people in order to, like, you know, yeah. to deal with their wounds or whatever we're doing. But when we're talking to people, we might be upset or distressed. You know, I'd, I'd maybe give them a hug or squeeze the hand or stroke the handle. And we call like, it really difficult so we don't do that. So that behaviour's changed for us because it's quite, a, it's like our, our instinct is to do that so when i've talked with my colleagues we we're all finding that really difficult especially when people are upset because it's just hard it's just the way you do comfort people so from our perspective our behaviors have had to change change a lot in that way which has been really weird And like i said patients um sometimes they don't understand why you've you know they can only see your eyes but most people in all honesty have been really good they've made sure that they stay out the way when they don't need to be close to us. So they'll, you know, we'll walk in and they'll say, the kitchen's through there or the bathroom's through there. There's paper towels for you to dry your hands. I'll wait in the living room. And, you know, so everybody, I haven't come across anybody who's tried to, you know, put us in any greater danger than we already are. This yeah. is my
0: favourite question because the answers are so interesting. The policeman told me people are stressed and don't want to leave the house in fear of catching the virus causing police officers to do more farewell checks. He told me there is more domestic violence and more arguing, which I wouldn't think would happen because this is affecting mental health. Like, for example, more people are sad, and they wouldn't have the energy to cause domestic violence. But if you think about it, people are also stressed, and might travel that stressness in an angry way. So I, so if I thought deeply about it, then I might have not been so surprised. Also, it has gone up. Also, it has not gone up in England domestic violence, which is also interesting. He also stated that because people are losing their jobs, there has been more stealing. As a result, there have been more crime calls. The nurse has seen a change in behavior. Also, like people with memory problems don't understand why they can only see the nurse's eyes, not the whole face. Not only, not only has there been a change in the patient's behavior, she said, but also in other nurses. For example, nurse skills are based on physical touch. And now they can't do that as much. But on the whole, she said people were good. They tell people where the bathroom is and say, I'll wait here. So the policeman and the nurse are in different jobs, but they still help out. And they kind of do it in the same way by helping people. Like the policeman does farewell checks and the nurse technically does farewell checks on older patients. The next question is how have you been applying the social distance rule
1: at work We what? regularly get emails from um, all the bosses and they uh, stipulate on the emails on our rules so over here in australia we have a social distancing rule of one and a half meters where it doesn't apply if you're at work so you can work with your colleagues um, and don't have to apply that social rule but as a general, as a general rule, anyway, um, we try, if, if not needed, not to be too close to each other. You try to. So we try and keep our our distance. How have you been applying the social distance rule at
0: work?
2: So In work, obviously, because to a large extent we work on our own, it's not too bad. Obviously, like I said, we can't. Um, we can't, not, we can't socially distance from patients because we have to be close to them. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be patients. So that, that's impossible. But, we, you know, like I just said, we can't, you know, whereas we might normally chat or we might normally hug them or touch them to, like, reassure them or all that's stopped. But in work, whereas sometimes we might normally, sometimes we have to go to a patient with two of us and we might go in the same car. Well, we don't do that at the moment. Um, but in the patient's house, we we can't do it. It's the same. We have to be close to each other in order to deliver the care that we're there to deliver. But in the office, um, like we we normally we all sit, you know, in de- our desks next to each other and stuff. But we've had to. We can't sit opposite each other. We can't sit next to each other. Yeah. So in the office, we are, you know, trying as best we can. But again, that's. In the, can be impossible sometimes because if we need to look at something on a computer or you know if we need to show somebody say we've taken a photograph of a wound we need to show somebody that so we're doing our best to keep away from each other but again it's it's nigh on impossible really
0: yeah okay so
1: have your working hours changed if yes how so no our um, i working hours instead so which is which is good for me okay no I... different.
0: Have you got paid less or more?
1: Uh, the same. So my uh, my position hasn't changed, and uh, so my salary stayed the same.
0: Okay. Have your working hours changed?
2: If if
0: yes, how so? Well.
2: Our shift pattern hasn't changed. So we still have the same shift pattern. So we still have late, we still have earlys and we and we have a, a dedicated night team. The reason I've I, I, oh, we all have worked more than normal is because some of the staff have had to self-isolate and one of the girls was had a positive result of being positive with COVID-19. So sometimes when people have got underlying problems like maybe asthma, They've been advised to self-isolate for 14 days because they're more vulnerable. And if they were to catch it, they are at greater risk of it developing into something
0: severe. So it's the fact that people have actually had to go have to go off work that has caused the increase in other people's hours. This is the end of episode two, Catch Me If You Can. And like in the first episode, I'm back with more ways you can show appreciation. The policeman said that there are rainbows everywhere, painted pictures, and some people bringing cakes for the officers. You can join in by making cakes or making pictures. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you tune in for episode three. Goodbye.